All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. All right. So first off, I want to say uh, thank you for all the love and support that I got. Um, I think it was earlier this week that I posted um, my post on Facebook saying that I was going to be doing a podcast and why I wanted to do it. And honestly, I didn't expect any kind of warm receptions or anything like that. So I was I was so pumped when I did get those those warm receptions because I did I'm solely doing this for myself because I know I, this is something I need to do because it's been eating me alive. So when I put that out there and I got such warm reception for people that I haven't even talked I haven't talked to in forever, you know, that motivated me even more to want to do this and it made me feel like more than anything that I was on the right path. You know what I mean? It made me feel like I was going in the right direction of where I'm supposed to be going in my life. So that was fucking awesome. So I want to say thank you guys for that. And once we, ah, once again, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I think we're going to call this, this name might change. But for now, I think I might call this uh, Psych. It's either between a couple of names, right? I'm either choosing between Psych Major. Um, um, what is another name that I had? Fuck, I forgot. Uh, what was it? What was it? What was it? Uh, I don't even remember now. But anyway, so this episode, man, is going to be about our boy, Ara Kelly, man. And uh, it's, 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 it's a little crazy. It's a little tricky because... As I've sat here and seen Pandora's box being open, that is R. Kelly, I personally thought that I wasn't going to give my opportunity to make any content on R. Kelly. Not that I was really trying to, but I didn't. I thought I had missed the R. Kelly train because, you know, the surviving um, R. Kelly documentary had came out and then the interview. Both things I hadn't seen, and I'll tell you why later. Um... But I thought I had that it would all, you know, like anything. Nowadays, things probably last like three days in the news cycle where it's popular. And then it dies down. You really don't hear anything about it unless there's new um, allegations or some new information that comes out. You don't hear about it anymore because that's just how it is nowadays. Things are just, you know, social media is so big that it reaches the whole world and... The next story comes out in the next three days, and then the old story is buried by the new story. So I had thought I had missed my whole opportunity to say anything about R. Kelly, but honestly, man, it hasn't even died down. It really hasn't. Um, in fact, I just heard about a guy in New York who allegedly, and I say allegedly because I don't believe it for one bit, that he, that he, he said he found this tape, you know, out of nowhere, right? He said that he was going through some tapes in a garage or an attic, you know, wherever you keep VHSs, I don't even know where you keep those anymore. Um, but he said he was going through them and he, he thought it was a recording of some sports that I guess he recorded. And on the tape, he said it confused him because he had also said something about R. Kelly. So he thought, naturally he assumed that it was just um, a recording of a, of a, um, a concert, right? So he continued to watch after the sports recording had gone off and come to find out that it was R. Kelly on it, allegedly R. Kelly um, abusing underage girls on this video. So he called up his lawyer, boop, 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 got his lawyer on the phone, 
handed this tape over to the lawyer, and the lawyer and him handed the tape over to the um, the police in New York City. And I haven't really heard much about it since then. So I'm sure within the next couple of days they'll drop something. But just based on that alone, I think is what made me want to do this podcast right here, my first episode about R. Kelly. Because as I'm starting to see, man, there are literally no innocent parties in this R. Kelly shit. And what I mean by that is R. Kelly himself, the main perpetrator, the people who, his team, the people around him, his, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? His, what's the word I'm looking for? His bituators? Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Anyway, um... His team around him that allowed him to continue to get away with this stuff. And not only allowed him to get away with it, but they didn't speak out against it and they didn't quit to let him know, yo, you're doing a bad thing here and I don't want to be part of this at all. No, they continued because he had money and he had talent. And so they decided to hush hush and help him out and help him do these things to the point where I've even heard this man has a full pedophile ring that he runs. And I believe it, man. Absolutely, because like they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. So him, the people, his team around him, um, I'm even going to say the victims um, and the consumers, us, of his music, how have all contributed to the monster that is R. Kelly. Because one, R. Kelly, first of all, has to take responsibility for the things he did. The people around him who have allowed him to get away with this, um, the victims... Because they can, like, they also contribute to allow him to get around way with it because they continue to not speak out. And even the victims that I've seen come onto the news, they still, they still defend him. And even though I've heard so many things that are so terrible that he's done to this girls, I've heard that he's made them eat his shit, his feces, bro. They've made, he, he, you know what I mean? They, he's made him probably, you know, you know, know about the first R. Kelly tape where he peed on, I forget the girl's name, but I'm sure he's done that to more girls. I've heard that he, his wife, he used to, he used to have his wife um, in the bedroom, like, I don't know, like chained up or something. And she would have to crawl on all fours, even when there was company around. She would have to crawl on all fours and ask him permission to use the bathroom. And sometimes he would say no. Um, the girls that live with him now and have a live with him have to ask him permission for food and these different things like that. Um, and for some reason, I've heard so many times that they were free to go, but they didn't go. That kind of confuses me. So, the oh, and I forgot to mention the parents. The parents that allow this to happen to their children, even though they knew the speculation of R. Kelly. If you, as a parent, know possibly that a man has abused children i don't care if you feel in your heart of hearts that he hasn't i'm not giving my my child the opportunity to be abused you know when i hear talks and rumblings of someone possibly abusing people i don't care if i am full support of this person i'm just not gonna do it i'm not gonna take that chance because i won't be able to live with myself knowing that i am solely the reason because i'm the adult and i make the decisions that i'm basically basically the sole reason why my child got abused so i'm not gonna take that chance i've heard that these 
parents have sold their children to R. Kelly, knowing that he's done these things, hearing these things, it's impossible to have not heard about the shit that R. Kelly has done in his past, marrying Aaliyah at 16. I've even personally seen the piss tape. You know, I don't remember how, what age I was, but it was a long time ago, and that's something that it stays imprinted in your brain, and it is imprinted in my brain, even down to, like, the old graininess of the video is imprinted in my brain, right? So it is impossible to not have known about these things. I was that as a child, so these people as adults, I know for sure, knew about these things possibly have happened. So why would you even allow the chance for this to happen, whether he has been proven in the court of law, whether he did it or did not do it? I'm not taking that chance as a parent, and I am a parent, and I would never take that chance. Um, and us, finally, us as the consumers, me included, because up until a couple years ago... I was completely rocking R. Kelly's music, man, because I didn't want to let it go because it was so good. Because every time I hear R. Kelly's song, you know what it did? It took me back to the past, man, when I was young and, and life was good and I didn't have too much to worry about. I didn't have bills. I didn't have responsibilities that much. And it would always take me back to, you know, those times where I was young and I was having fun and I was with my cousins and I was with my friends and stuff like that. So I didn't want, let, I, even though I had seen the piss tape, even though I had heard the rumblings because... Um, like I said, I haven't seen the R. Kelly surviving um, surviving R. Kelly, and I haven't seen the Gail King interview. And the reason why I haven't been up in arms and the reason why I, did, I knew when they were dropping, I heard before they were dropping, I knew they were happening, and I still didn't watch them because I've already seen it. I followed this girl named Unwind with Tasha K on YouTube for like a good two or three years now, and she's been on this R. Kelly thing for that long, right? Because she has personally made it her mission to put R. Kelly under the ground or in jail. Because she herself, she comes out and say how she was abused when she was younger by an older relative and then other relatives did not you know, do anything to help her. They all swept it under the rug. Even her grandfather, the police chief of her town, all swept it under the rug. And so she, it's very personal to her, and I understand that completely. She, It's very personal to her that, that so many people have stayed silent around this R. Kelly shit and not done anything because that's exactly what happened to her. So she's made it her mission alone to, to, to make sure R. Kelly is dealt with. Which, like I said, I completely understand. Even some of her, even her other consumers have come out and said, yo, can you please stop with this R. Kelly stuff? Can you please? It's too much. It's too toxic. I can't take it. And she came out in the middle of the video and said, no, I'm not going to stop with R. Kelly stuff because that's the problem. And that's why R. Kelly is who R. Kelly is and why he's allowed to get away with things he's allowed to get away with because we have sat there time and time again and allowed R. Kelly to get away with these things because we stayed silent because his music is so good. And why is it? Why? What? 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 What about us allows us to allow people to get away with something just because of they're talented? And ignore these things and really not even ignore them because I've seen so many people I've seen so many people say, you know what, even if he does these things, I don't care. Because I can I can I can separate the music 
from the human being, which is impossible because we all know that anything that you create in this world is inspired by things of this world. So it is literally impossible to separate any talent from any person because the things that you go through in your life and the experiences that you have and the things that shape you into the person you are is what makes your art your art. Art, real art and real talent is personal to a person and that's how they, that's how they, so the most successful people get successful is because they have taken personal experiences in their life and they flipped it and they've made it into art and they monetize it and now they've made money off of it. So we sat here and we allowed R. Kelly and me included, like I said, have allowed R. Kelly to sit here and get away with this shit. And personally, I'm disgusted with myself. Because like I said, man, a couple until a couple years ago, I was rocking R. Kelly's music heavy, man. I'm the type of person where when I'm driving around, I got the windows down. I don't care if it's winter, summer, spring. I've got the windows down and my music turned all the way up. Because if it's not loud, it's not good. You know, I am that guy that everybody hates with the, the loud music coming through your neighborhood, disrupting your peace. And I really don't care. And I dare you to say something about it. Because I'm not, and most likely, if I can, I'm going to turn it up even louder. So, I was rocking R. Kelly's music strong, even though I had seen the R. Piss tape, even though I, I had heard about these allegations. And so, I have to ask myself, man, like, why? Why? Is it because... We feel like we don't have, and now I'm, I'm kind of speaking personally as a black person. Is it because we feel like we don't have enough black leaders to look up to? Because one thing that people always say, as soon as uh, something that comes out about a big black celebrity, they always say, oh, you're just trying to take another black man down. Bill Cosby and, and, and R. Kelly, you're just trying to, trying to bring another black man down. So we rally around this and we take it offensively. We see it as the whole world, right? We see it the whole world coming at us and taking away the things we love. Because we felt like that's happened to us so many. And it has, man. It has happened to us time and time and time and time again. So now it's like naturally embedded in who we are to where... If anybody from outside the culture comes in the culture and tries to take anything from us, that we get offended, we rally together and we say, no, we're not going to let you do this. We're not going to let you take away more shit from us because I have literally not heard one thing about about uh, Harvey Weinstein. No one has Dare come to Harvey Weinstein's defense. No one. I've never heard. I've never heard anybody say anything about Harvey Weinstein. Everybody was in full agreement. Like, yo, Harvey Weinstein's got to go. And I guarantee you, a hundred percent, people, that you and me included have watched. Some, okay, this is the reason why, right? Because Harvey Weinstein is not on the face of the things that he produces, right? So. Even though you may be watching a Harvey Weinstein movie that he produced, you're not going to come out and say anything about, oh, I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to see this movie anymore because his face is not naturally attracted to it. I mean, his, his face is not on the front of it. R. Kelly's face is on the front of anything he's done because that's he is the company. He is the product. He is R. Kelly. You know? 
like I said, no one's come out and said anything, you know, in defense of our, and no one would dare come out and defend Harvey Weinstein. But yet, we still, as a as a people, we are so scarred by the past that we are so willing to ignore the sins of a person because we don't want anybody else to take anything else from us. So we have allowed R. Kelly to grow into the monster that he is today. And probably R. Kelly is probably confused as fuck because he's like, yo, I've been doing this and y'all haven't been saying shit. I've been giving y'all good music. Y'all haven't been saying shit. I've been allowed to get away with this. Why are y'all on my ass now? And if you think about it, man, when's the last time R. Kelly dropped a hot fucking, you know what I mean, an album, a song? When? 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 I guarantee you, man, if R. Kelly was still dropping music, this would be this would still be buried. But because R. Kelly is not dropping no more music, people are more willing to let R. Kelly go. And so that takes me to my main point, what I really want to get into is like yo it takes a village man it takes a village the saying goes it takes a village to raise a child but in my opinion it can't stop there it can't stop there man we all have to look out for each other we should all be looking out for the best interest of each other because if not then this things and these things are allowed to happen you know if we were as consumers more ready in arms to say you know what fuck r kelly man uh, fucking 15 years ago or whenever we first saw the pe- if we canceled R. Kelly then do you believe that R. Kelly would have been able to get away with the things for 20 years no fucking way if we stop buying R. Kelly music and start streaming R. Kelly music do we think he would have been allowed to get away with the things that he is allowed to get away with no fucking way but because R. Kelly was so talented and he was dropping music that it made us forget the things that it made us forget the things that he did and allowed us to enjoy the life that we have. You know, R. Kelly's music made our life better, so we forgot how shitty he was making somebody else's life. You know, because I've heard that literally he's got people chained up. He's got, you know, like I said, a whole pedophile sex ring. I've heard. But yet, he's allowed to have gotten away with this for 20 solid years, man. And it is it's solely... We can't all sit here and say, you know what? No, R. Kelly, you're a piece of crap. And this is all on R. Kelly. Nope, we can't do it because we bought his music, even knowing these things. Um, We can't put it, we can't, we can't put it all on the parents, you know, but the parents have to take some blame for it because as an adult, you should have, if if I could Staron Butler, at however age I was, saw the piss tape. And I was young, man. I was young when I saw this piss tape. If I was young enough to know the things that R. Kelly was into back then, there's no way you can tell me an adult, a whole adult, a grown person didn't know about these things. Especially if you were able to get in contact with R. Kelly to give your child to R. Kelly, you definitely have heard the things that R. Kelly may have done. And still yet, time and time and time again, people sat there and gave their children away to R. Kelly, which in my mind, it baffles me. There's no way. I don't care if I knew in my heart of hearts, man, that R. Kelly was innocent. If I knew in my heart of heart that R. Kelly was innocent, I've still not taken a chance 
based on everything that's out there because when there's smoke, there's fire. So I'm not giving away my child and I am a father and there's no way I'm giving my child to someone who could possibly be a child molester when there's a guy out there who has no alleged anything on him about a child molester. I'm just going to go to this guy. Sure, he may be a little less talented, but guess what? My daughter's not going to get raped. So you know what? I'm going to take that opportunity because at the end of the day, I'm the adult and if I give my child to, to R. Kelly and she gets abused, that's on me. That's on me. I take that responsibility because I made that choice. She wouldn't have made that choice on her own. I made that choice for her. And so I'm going to take it all the way back to the guy who gave the tape to 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 um, the police in New York. Like I said, I don't believe for one second that this guy didn't know about this tape. I believe this guy knew about this tape. He knew what was on the tape. And he has been blackmailing R. Kelly for 20 years, but because R. Kelly now has no more money, he has maybe I've heard I've heard between 300,000 to 100,000 dollars in his name. Now that R. Kelly has no money, now he's gonna sit there and 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 give this tape to police. That's crap, man. That's bullcrap. How is there still no? Why can't people sit there and do the right thing for the right reasons? Why does it take money? Why does it take all this stuff? How can you sit there and live with yourself knowing children are being abused and have a child of your own and be a part of the problem when you can easily be a part of the solution? There's I I just I don't I know money makes people do really bad things, man, but there's no way in the world I could know of these things and not do anything about it. And everyone who is connected to this R. Kelly is, is guilty, man. Everybody, every one of us, we're all guilty. We are all, we created the monster is R. Kelly. R. Kelly didn't create himself. For one, I heard that R. Kelly, so it all started right with, um, I heard R. Kelly was abused as a child. Him and his brother, they had an older sister. They had two older siblings, a brother and a sister. But the sister, I think she was in her 20s. When they were younger, maybe, you know, around 12, 10 to 12 years old. And so the sister would babysit them and watch them. And so she would make one of the siblings go out. She only abused R. Kelly and his, and his brother, his brother that was the closest to his age. Not the older, older brother, right? So she would make the older brother and the brother that's closer to R. Kelly's age, she would have them go outside and then she would you know abuse R. Kelly or vice versa she would take the other brother that was close to R. Kelly's age and um tell them to go outside and then she would abuse them and from from what it was said the brother who came out and um R. Kelly's brother said that he 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 said that he didn't like it you know he didn't like the things that she was doing to him and and forcing him to like eat her you know, eat, go down on her, and she would go down on him, and this is him at 12 years old, and she's in her 20s, but what he said was, R. Kelly, though, took a whole different stance on it, he loved it, you know, after it would happen, he would go and brag to him, like, yeah, I'm a man now, blah, 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 and even I've heard that he, later on in life, when he got his money, he got his fame, he bought her a house, so, boom, you have your starting point, on which R. Kelly the monster is born, and he's born through the actions of his sister. So, no one is innocent, no one can take sole blame on this. Everybody, man, every society itself is what 
so if you if you want to sit here and wonder, oh, what the fuck? How could R. Kelly do this? We as a people created R. Kelly. We did. Now I'm not saying we have to take. I'm not saying we take the blame as if we're the people who did these things to these children. But we have to sit there and take the blame because if we don't learn from the past, the past will repeat itself. So we have to sit here and take our lumps for the fact that R. Kelly is a product of us, man. His music was so good that we continue to consume it even though we knew of these things. No one in this world, man, can sit here and tell me that they didn't know about the R. Kelly piss tape. No one. No one who listens to his music can sit here in my face and tell me that they didn't know about the R. Kelly piss tape. You know, but because he was dropping 12 play, I believe I can fly. I mean, I can't really say it's one of my favorite songs now, but when... I was full-fledged ignoring everything else. I Believe I Can Fly was one of my favorite songs of all time. Of all time. And I didn't want to let that go. I didn't want to, you know, for a while I was like, you know, he, he's not doing it to me. You know, I'm not affected. I'm not affected by this. But at the end of the day, man, I could be because now I have a child and another R. Kelly could be born. And I allow my say my my daughter has some any type of musical talent and I let her go to this person. And because I've I've, I've let R. Kelly be created, that someone else believes that they can get away with the things that R. Kelly got away with. And so they try the same things. And because I didn't come out and speak against R. Kelly, they believe in their mind that they can go and do the same things that R. Kelly did and got away with. And so then, boom, my daughter gets abused. That's the type of things that I think about. That's the type of weight that I put on my own shoulders. And I feel like that we need to all put on our shoulders because we are all to blame in this R. Kelly shit. Like I said, R. Kelly himself, the parents, because they gave their children away to a man that was an allegedly a rapist. I don't care who you are, man. I'm not giving my child to someone who's allegedly a rapist. No, I'm not taking that chance, even if he's not a rapist. I'm not taking that opportunity. You know, you can call it my loss all you want, but I'm not taking that opportunity. To me, it's not a loss because I get to sleep better at night knowing my child is not possibly getting abused. Even even the victims who come out and even defend him still today, I'm not saying that I'm going to I'm victim shaming. No. But at the end of the day, victims owe responsibility to potential victims to come out and say, no, this is who this man is. You need to stay away because these are the things that he's done to me. And I can't allow anybody to get into this opportunity because if you are a victim and you don't speak out against someone and they continue to abuse, you have to take some of the responsibility on your shoulders. You have to because you know about it. I understand that it may be hard to come out and tell your truth, but when you don't tell your truth, you allow someone else to become a victim. The parents, like, oh no, no, I already touched on, I already touched on the parents, but um, the people who were around him, people in in his camp, who saw him as just an opportunity and a means to make money, so they kept quiet. You know, is money really? Is money honestly that valuable to where we will put our own children, who are the future? at stake for money money can money is you know how many ways you can make money man you don't have to sit here and watch someone abuse children and take part in abusing of children just because someone is a cash cow man there's so many other ways to make money without hurting people and us the consumers who continue to consume and and give R. kelly the right 
and the idea that as long as I put out some music, that people are going to leave me the fuck alone to do what I want to do. We're all to blame. We all have to take responsibility. There's nothing in this world that's black or white. There's nothing in this world that's cut and dry. There's nothing, man. There's always gray area. There's always gray area. It's not just R. Kelly's fault. And it's not just the parents' fault. It's everyone's fault. It's all of our fault. We created R. Kelly as a society, as a people. We molded R. Kelly for 20 years to, by allowing him to get away with these things just because he could sing. There's so many other singers, man, that don't do these type of things. But because R. Kelly was such a good singer, oh, we just let this shit go because, it, oh, it's not us. It's not my child. I'm not the one getting abused. My child's not getting abused. So who cares? We're not, we're not solely affected, but you're not affected until you're affected. And that's the problem. That's why we have to be more of a proactive, not a reactive society. Because when we're a reactive society, we've already let countless, who knows how many victims become victims because we just react. And those, those people have already been, those other people have been affected and there's nothing we can do in this world to take away the, their experiences because now they're scarred for life. There's nothing we can do, but we could have saved them if we would have just spoke out and said, no, man, I don't care how talented you are. I don't give a fuck if you can sing, bro. You're still a person. You bleed like me. You breathe like me. I don't give a fuck who you are, man. You're not going to sit here and do these things to people. We don't we don't feel enough as a collective in this world. And everyone wants to be, you know, out for themselves we don't necessarily there's not there's nothing wrong with being out for yourself and looking out for your best interest but there's also nothing wrong for looking out for other people it takes nothing it costs nothing to be nice man so it's there's nothing wrong for wanting to to be a better person and to be a better person for society and help society there's nothing wrong with helping helping your fellow man there's nothing wrong with that Everyone wants to be crabs in the barrel, you know what I mean? Oh, if, if you can't make it, if I can't make it, you can't make it, you know what I mean? And that's, to me, that's the wrong way because, obviously, that's the way that got R. Kelly to be R. Kelly, you know? And that's what made R. Kelly. Um, so, I'm going to wrap this up. I uh, just wanted to get my little rant, my little thoughts and my ideas on what made R. Kelly, man. Because, you know, we made R. Kelly. Thank you, guys. And I want you guys to, you know, stay tuned for the next episode, man. Thank you. You guys have a good day.